Hello. Welcome. This is Reading with Finest. I'm Finest, the person reading to you uh, the stories from the Hungry Tigress, Buddhist myths, legends, and Chiquita tales. Uh, yeah. As like always, um, not always, just the last couple of days, I'm like, ugh, I don't feel like doing this, but then I do it, and it's always good, and blah, 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 and, um, you know, I, I can't remember where I read this or seen it, I've, I actually heard it and read it from multiple places, that's why I don't even have a concrete answer, but it takes like, what, sometimes they say 90 days, sometimes it takes 60 days, uh, I've seen like 120 uh, to to get a habit of things, so that's one of the things I try to keep in mind is like, uh, I'm almost halfway there or a third of the way there if it's something that is supposed to be the 90-day or the 60-day thing. So uh, there will be a point where I won't even think about doing this, and I'll just, just do it and just get on here, record, and just do it. I, 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 want, I want to get to that point because really it's only three pages. I shouldn't be like, ugh, three pages to read or four pages to read. Oh, my God. Uh, it shouldn't, you know, but hey. And I do believe in the process because there was a time when there's stuff that I do daily. Like, I, I read every day, and there's a point where that was really hard to even read every day. And now it's like, can I get done with a chapter every day or whatever bullshit that I, I put a goal for myself. So things do get to a point where you just do it all the time. Like Duolingo, I do that all the day. I mean, uh, every day. And I want to get to a point where when I'm mindlessly doing nothing on the internet, or nothing on my phone, I'll be doing Duolingo instead. Um, speaking of, if you're doing mindless things on your phone, head to Instagram and follow me at Finest Does the Art to see the story of me becoming an illustrator. Because that's also something that I'll try to do when I'm not doing anything is sketch and draw things. Uh, I also am that whole Malcolm Gladwell, 10,000 hours type of thing. So if you draw for 10,000 hours, if I read for 10,000 hours, if I write for 10,000 hours, I'll be a master at those things. I don't know how true that is because say I'm reading and I'm a really slow reader, is my 10,000 hours the same as someone that's like a really fast reader? I guess that's how we comprehend it. Same thing with writing. Who knows? But in a general sense, if I give those things 10,000 hours, then I'll be somewhat of a master or be better than when I started, hopefully. Let's go ahead and get this story started. I know you guys didn't come to hear me talk for three minutes. You wanted to hear me read for several minutes. So let's start it. <clears throat> Today's story is the dog's tooth. Once, as a Tibetan trader was preparing to leave on his travels, his mother asked if he would bring her a relic from India. In the land of the Buddha, I am too old myself for, for such a pilgrimage now, she said. The son assured her that he would find a holy relic, but months later when he returned, he was dismayed to discover that he had forgotten all about his mother's request. It's normal. I do that a lot. He apologized to her and vowed the next time he would not be remiss. But when he returned from the next trip, he once again ashamed to find that what with all his traveling, his buying and selling, his mother's request had slipped his mind. You know what happens. He was determined to never be so forgetful again and made his mind up to find his mother an especially holy relic when 
Next, he traveled to India. The trader set off once more and spent busy months buying and selling. At last, quite pleased with his efforts, he started off leading a train of pack ponies heading from the mountains of Tibet and home. In time, the trail left the hot plains behind and wound and wound higher and higher into the mountains. Just as he was coming through the final pass that led to his village, he remembered and it struck him like a thunderbolt. He had forgotten his mother relic this third time too. Oh, okay, three times, yeesh. At that moment, he happened to notice a dog's skull laying by the roadside. The jawbone with several brownish teeth still attached was laying nearby. The trader jumped down from his horse and parried loose and pried loose one small brownish tooth from the jawbone. After polishing the tooth on his sleeve, uh, he wrapped it in a piece of fine uh, brocade cloth he had just recently purchased. When he arrived at his home, he gave the tooth to his mother, telling her that it was an especially sacred relic, a tooth of a Sarpatura, one of Buddha's greatest disciples. Besides her, beside herself with joy, his mother placed the dog's tooth on, an, on the altar. Pro pro starting prostrating herself before it again and again the next morning the son left to begin selling his goods spices silks uh brocade cloth and, and herbs from india promising to be back within the month she'll be happy he thought later i can find a genuine tooth relic to replace the dog's tooth yes all is well weeks passed one evening just before nightfall the son returned his trading hand his trading had again been successful. But what was this? There was there were crowds in the courtyard of his house. He slid off his horse, hurriedly tied the ponies, and hur hurried inside. Many people were also inside, neighbors and llamas and strangers, pilgrims, by the look of them. His mother was beaming. My son, she cried upon seeing him enter. Then taking his hand in, in, in ears, taking his hands in ears, in hers i'm sorry she said but one other word look he looked there on the altar was a small brownish tooth laying on the piece of brocade in which he had wrapped the dog's tooth beams of light emanated from the tooth and rippled through the crowd room the trader had never in all his travels seen anything like it it was clearly a most holy relic undoubtedly genuine mother he asked where did you find such a relic foolish son she answered modest child this is the holy tooth of the buddha's own disciple sarputra which your yourself gave me the trader went closer and looked again it was indeed the dog's tooth after all of this he couldn't have no doubt yet even as he even as he looked golden beams of light leapt from the tooth and shining through the open window seemed for an instant the touch to touch the distant star spontaneously the traitor protested himself before the tooth uh pro pro spontaneously the traitor prostrated himself before the tooth so great was the power of the old woman's faith that deluded as she was she indeed turned a 
dog's tooth into a holy relic. Into a holy relic. Okay, that's a pretty good story. Uh, I mean, it, why I like it so much is because it kind of reminds me of me and my mom's relationship where um, I'm always going out and I'm like, yeah, I'll get this for you. I'll do this for you, mom. And then I just forget. But then she is just such, like, just my mom. You know, she's just so excited just to, like, for me to go, like, but I got you next time, mama. I got it. You know, I'm going to get, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to get you. I got you. So even if I forget and give her nothing, it's still a gift given to her son. And she still feels like it's the greatest thing. And it is holy. And she has so much faith and, and, and goodness in her heart for her son and so much love and admiration for her son that that dog's tooth is now a holy relic. I like that. Kudos to mothers. Love you, mama. All right. The commentaries of the dog's tooth. A classic Tibetan tale about the transformative power of belief and faith. There is some sophisticated spiritual humor at work here. Two, what we ourselves bring to our lives, our experiences, our teachings and practices may be more crucial than we think. That faith and the force of our creative imagination are essential aspects of reality and and have their effects on the so-called real world is not surprising what we think about what we what we think about and what we dream does clearly influence our behavior this little story however quietly suggests that the mind's relation to the world is deeper than that mind and things are are they really separate buddhist traditions say not at all for two fascinating modern scientific examinations of this see the Thou of Physics by Frit uh, Frit Jolf Capra and the dance the dancing Wu Li Masters by Gary Zukava. Spiritual humor is also embodied in the suggestive premise of the tale. Perhaps an old dog's tooth in what from our ordinary point of view would be more lowly is a holy relic behind all prize. Indeed. What price could be put on such a thing? From an absolute perspective, one might say that everything is sacred, holy. And so humor the humor continues. That's pretty funny. For besides the fundamental ridiculousness of trying to separate absolute and rel- relative perspectives, or indeed of establishing any labels, levels, and perspectives, if everything is holy, then everything is simply what it is. A dog's tooth is a dog's tooth. A rose is a rose. What is there left to do but laugh? The remarkable, iconalistic 15th century Japanese Zen master Aikyu wrote a death verse that goes, Dimly for 30 years, faintly for 30 years, dimly and faintly for 60 years. At my death, I pass my feasts and offer them to Brahma Brahmaha quoted in the Kapalui Wheel of Death on page 63. Uh, Bra- Brahma is the creator, one of the highest deities of Indian cosmology, along with Vishnu and uh, Vishnu, the maintainer, and Shiva, the destroyer. It is he who manifests all the worlds. The offering Aikyu makes of his entire life is a total and ordinary in the profoundest sense. Everything 
Each thing, no matter how seemingly lowly, is an intrinsic aspect of the great mystery. That was cool. I like that. Makes the story even that much better when you look at that. That like everything is, um, relics are just whatever they are. If I give you a pen or whatever, it doesn't really matter. It's just what it is. Uh, I think that that's really cool. All right. Well, nice reading with you guys. Let's read with finest. Follow me if finest does the art. It was a great story. I'm feeling good. Uh, feeling motivated to do more work and do more things. Uh, enjoy the ride. Witness. Thanks for reading or listening. Yeah.